You're listening to the Storyteller Series from The Salvation Army. For more information or to share your questions and comments, visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org. The Book of Acts, Chapter 4. The priests and the captain of the temple guard and the Sadducees came up to Peter and John while they were speaking to the people. They were greatly disturbed because the apostles were teaching the people, proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection of the dead. They seized Peter and John, and because it was evening, they put them in jail until the next day. But many who heard the message believed, so the number of men who believed grew to about 5,000. The next day, the rulers, the elders, and the teachers of the law met in Jerusalem. Annas, the high priest, was there, and so were Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and others of the high priest's family. They had Peter and John brought before them and began to question them. By what power or what name did you do this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of the people, if we are being called to account today for an act of kindness shown to a man who was lame and are being asked how he was healed, then know this, you and all the people of Israel, it is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you healed. Jesus is the stone you builders rejected, which has become the cornerstone. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. When they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished, and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. But since they could see the man who had been healed standing there with them, there was nothing they could say. So they ordered them to withdraw from the Sanhedrin and then conferred together. What are we going to do with these men, they asked. Everyone living in Jerusalem knows they have performed a notable sign, and we cannot deny it. But to stop this thing from spreading any further among the people, we must warn them to speak no longer to anyone in this name. Then they called them in again and commanded them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John replied, Which is right in God's eyes, to listen to you or to him? You'll be the judges. As for us, we cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard. After further threats, they let them go. They could not decide how to punish them, because all people were praising God for what had happened. For the man who was miraculously healed was over 40 years old. On their release, Peter and John went back to their own people and reported all that the chief priests and the elders had said to them. When they heard this, they raised their voices together in prayer to God. Sovereign Lord, they said, you made the heavens and the earth and the sea and everything in them. You spoke by the Holy Spirit through the mouth of your servant, our father David. Why do the nations rage and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth rise up and the rulers band together against the Lord and against his anointed one. Indeed, Herod and Pontius Pilate, met together with the Gentiles and the people of Israel in this city to conspire against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed. They did what your power and will had decided beforehand should happen. Now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. 
Stretch out your hand to heal and perform signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. All the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of their possessions was their own, but they shared everything they had. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And God's grace was so powerfully at work in them all that there were no needy persons among them. For from time to time, those who owned land or houses sold them, brought the money from the sales and put it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to anyone who had need. Joseph, a Levite from Cyprus, whom the apostles called Barnabas, which means son of encouragement, sold a field he owned and brought the money and put it at the apostles' feet. So here we are in Acts chapter 4, and this is where it really gets real, because we have a continuation of this ministry, specifically with Peter and John, and we find at the beginning of chapter 4 that as they are going out in the marketplaces and in the highways and the byways, they're teaching people, and what they're doing is they're giving them just something they've never heard before, right? And people are hungry for it. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're even talking about just the resurrection of the dead, which we know the Sadducees were like not even into that. And so they're just stirring up like, they're breaking every religious rule basically is what's happening. And so um, they are seized. And we see in verse three that they seize Peter and John. And we're not talking about the police or the underground. These are the religious leaders, Mm -hmm. the people that have the power in that day. And um, I think it's really important to speak about that as we move through chapter four together because while it might not be our experience here in America that we are persecuted for our faith in this public in this very physical violent um aggressive manner it is the case of our brothers and sisters around the world that they do experience this even even now even in the days we're in absolutely and even just i remember reading Uh, two months ago about a Nigerian pastor who was captured by the terrorist group Boko Haram and how uh, he was shown in a video and testified in that video and it was kind of ransom thing and we found out later that he refused to deny Christ even though they pressed him repeatedly for him to deny his Lord and Savior he refused to do so and they executed him for it And it's just humbling to think about that experience, right? To think about our experience in comparison to that experience and how that's actually not that rare of a occurrence. Actually, the most oppressed people group, religious group in the world statistically are Christians. It's something like 80% of the world's oppressed religious people are Christians to this day. And so it's just amazing to think about how here we have at the beginning the early church being oppressed and here we are 2,000 years later and continually the gospel has been an affront to power structures and affront to those who would oppress others and affront to the dominions and principalities of this world that are enemies of God and are continually trying to suppress the truth and yet miraculously amazingly the gospel continues and thrives and spreads 
is spreading this very day. Right. And it spreads the fastest mm. and the most in the places where there is persecution. Wow. You know, and that really challenges me. Um, because if, if I don't feel persecuted at all, um, maybe I should be a little bit worried. Um, you know, yeah. um, it's, it's so humbling to, um, to hear those stories and to meet people who are really, really, who have that boldness in the face of that persecution. Um, and I think it's that Holy Spirit boldness, you know, and, and then we read here um, that in, down in verse where are we, 13, and they recognized that they had been with Jesus. Mm. And then comes all the buts, but then, and but, and then, you know, and, and I think there is, uh, there's something there. Yeah. Uh, and, and in the story that you shared too, Caleb. Um, yeah, wow. I think there's a bigger point too, and just a reminder that we have to be bold today. Because think about in these days, they were able to see or hear that Jesus ascended into heaven. They were able to see the man who once was just begging and couldn't walk, able to walk. So they got the miracle. Yes. And they still chose to persecute mm -hmm. the people who are just mm -hmm. out there preaching his word. And so I think that's so interesting for us today, even though we might not experience that persecution directly um, here in America on the levels that we're seeing internationally, there are still people who just truly don't believe and they're seeing the sights and they're seeing what God is doing. And so it's a reminder to continue for us to be bold um, and to preach his word and to witness. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying this show, please share it with a friend. You can subscribe to the Storyteller series on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or your own favorite podcast store. For more information, visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org.